come into your presence and that your love never fails, that your blood covers all sin, and that when we just come to you and ask forgiveness, you're graciously waiting there to, to extend to us whatever we need. You're such a gracious, loving, giving Father. And uh, Lord God, we're so thankful. We're so appreciative. And just thankful for life and, and everything that you give us, everything you provide. And Father, I pray that you would continue to work in our lives individually, bringing greater health and healing and wholeness to our lives and continue to provide opportunities for us to share the hope and the love of Christ with those whom you place in our path. And this morning, I pray, Father, that you would open our spiritual eyes to see you with greater clarity, Lord, that you would open our ears to hear your small, still voice speaking to our hearts. God, that you would open our hearts, open our hearts, God, to receive everything that you have for us today, that we would walk away changed, that we would be different from when we entered this building because when we encounter you, you do something in our lives. So, Father, we just lift up our needs, whatever they are, all across the sanctuary this morning, and we ask that you would meet our needs, that you would bring comfort and peace, strength, encouragement, whatever is needed here this morning. And we pray with expectation in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Uh, the warrior youth is going to stay in here this morning. We have been going through this series, 442 is for you. And just as a reminder, if you've forgotten, 442 is about building four new relationships, reaching out to people that don't have a church home or don't know the Lord, and being intentional about that. And also sharing our testimony, our story, or a relevant story with four people. And uh, then the, the two represents praying with two people. And hopefully you're praying that the Lord will bring someone or someone's across your path that you can lead them to the Lord. Even after this series ends, I want us to continue to be mindful about these things, reaching out to our community. There's a whole world of people around us that need the need to know the Lord, and they're searching for something that you have and that I have, and that's Jesus in us. So we want to continue to impact our, our world, and this series about, is about us becoming more mature followers of Christ, being equipped and trained and released to go and make more disciples. So are you doing that? Are you being more intentional about reaching your community and the people that God places in your path? All right, all right, and we'll continue forward. I'm so excited this morning. Most of you know that we had a group of women that went to the uh, conference at Corpus Christi Christian Fellowship, and uh, maybe you've already seen their exuberance this morning <laughs> when you came in. And so with no further ado, let me uh, uh, welcome Pastor Christine to the platform. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm glad that... Uh, that you ladies made it back. And I want to thank all of you that were praying for them, that the Lord would just fill them and touch them and impart to them and, and also extend traveling mercies that they would be able to get there safely and return home safely. Good morning again, Life Fellowship. I did tell the ladies this. The Lord began to speak to me about the trip and where we were going and what we were going to do. 
And I extended the invitation, and I just kept inviting ladies, please come, please come. And I also knew that whoever was going to come, it was their appointed time. Because the Lord said, I'm going to be really doing some major surgery on whoever shows up. And it was about learning, although the theme was for the glory of his name. And we had... Speakers from all over come to us, um, even uh, from Kenya, to speak to us. And they were all in one accord, but nobody brought the same message, but yet it was the same message. And we had painters who would start out. We had this one amazing painter. I'm hoping that we'll be able to bring him here for you to be able to see. And and, uh, he started off with a black canvas, and he began to talk about the crown or the throne room of the Lord and how his, what, it, what would his throne look like? And he began to paint, and everybody was imagining, oh, that's an angel. Oh, I, I think that might be doves coming down. I see it, I see it. And he began to paint and continued to paint. And then he got to a point. And we were trying to figure out, what is that? What is that? And he flipped it over, and it all along had been Jesus. And that just started the flood of tears or the exuberance of joy. And it was just one surprise after another. We had painters. We had psalmists. And whatever was going on, the presence of the Lord was guiding it. There was never a time or a moment where the women were not feeling his presence and that he was doing a work inside of us. And while there were so many ladies who went, on the way home, the Lord began to speak to me. And he, I, I knew clearly about three names, and there was one that I kept thinking, I think you're telling me this, Lord. I think you're telling me this, but I didn't say anything. So in the morning when um, that woman showed up, I said, I don't know. I feel like the Lord is telling you you, you need to speak, but are you prepared for that? <laughs> she just laughed because the Lord had been telling her the same thing. She said, yes, I need to speak. And I want them to just come up and just share with you because for some of the ladies you're going to hear, it's their first time that they've gone. For some of them, it's their second time to have gone. And what the Lord showed me this morning is this. And every song <laughs> that the Lord gave to the Hags for us to do said exactly what he was telling us. Because he said, when they go, when the ladies first, the first time to go, it's like they see women playing along the shores in the water. And they're going, come on, come on, come in. And that's the first beckoning. And they're splashing in the water. And they're like, oh, I think I can do that. I can get in there. And then you go again another time, and you're like, oh, this time, I see that sandbar right there. I think I can make it to the sandbar. I think I can swim that far. And they go, and it gets deep, it gets deep, it gets deep. It gets a little bit scary because it's all the way up here. That's the picture of the, of the painting. Now, see, if we could flip that slide around, you'll see what we saw initially before he finished it off for us. But yeah, that was just amazing. When you get to that sandbar, you're like, wow, I made it here. I'm here, I'm safe on the sandbar. And then the next time you go, you're like, oh, oh, I can get out that first sandbar, no big deal. And they run out there immediately, but then they're like, oh, there's another sandbar out there. I don't know if I can get that far. I don't know if I can get out there. And the wave hits. Women, did you feel waves? And it pushes you where you think, I can't make it. And it's scary. And you're struggling. I got to get to that sandbar. I got to get to that sandbar. 
Puis il y a deux, il oh, I made it. Cool, I'm at the sandbox. Hmm. Yeah, I'll show you guys how to get here. And then one time you go, and there were ladies at every part of what I'm telling you. And you're thinking, I, I don't know if I can go out anymore. I mean, it was scary just to get to here. And while you're considering that another wave hits, and all of a sudden you're out there, and there are no more sandbars, and you're in the deep water, and you're wondering, what do I do now? And the Lord says, come, I'm going to show you how to swim with the whales, because there's deep upon deep. Deep calls out to deep. And so now with that, I would like for you to hear from some of the ladies and let them share their experience because we're full people. We've been soaking in the Holy Spirit for three days, and we want to keep it. And by keeping it, we're going to share our stories. So would you please welcome up here, Annie. To God be the glory. You had to have been there to experience what we have. Okay? We are favored in the eyes of God. We've been blessed. I have seen, I have heard things I haven't seen or heard before. I never knew that there was worship in so many different ways. Um, dance. Um, People just, you know, moving across, dancing. They were dancing beside, beside the preaching, beside the word of God that we heard. You know, there's all different type of dancing in the glory of God. Everything was for the glory of God. The art. Oh, my God, the art. You know, and every single thing was for the glory of God. And we've learned a lot. We've come away a lot. We've been filled. We've been blessed. We've been filled. Every single one of us. And I do want to thank God for Pastor Christine and Pastor Mark. Because I'm going to tell you what, they are favored in the eyes of God. And because of their favor, it falls on us. And we've been blessed. We've been blessed like never before. We've been filled. We've been filled. Okay? Every one of us been fed like we have never been fed. I mean, it's like a banquet. I mean, literally. Our banquet, not just in what we heard and what we got, even when we had to eat. It was a banquet, okay? We had every single thing you could possibly think of, and it's nothing but the God. But I give God the glory. And for every one of us that have gone, pastor's been talking about, you know, going out, reaching other, the four, four two, and um, to live it, live it, live it. Guess what? We are equipped. To go out and live it and to take it with us to to be able to knock on doors to be able to take it to our neighbors our friends people at work we have it all we need to do is to use it now i'm ready to use it i'm ready to live it you know and i hope the ladies that went with us you know i hope we all can stand together and we can pray we know how to pray we know how to worship we know how to call upon God, we know how to have a move in the Holy Spirit. And the most important thing, we know about the Holy Spirit. And he moved, he blessed, he touched. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. That the most important thing, we went and we received. And we did go, Pastor, thank you for praying for us. 
go with an open heart, open eyes, open every single thing so that we receive. We receive. We receive. Thank you, Amy. Um, something else I wanted to share with you is that, ladies, was it a grueling trip? You know, I can't tell you that. I couldn't invite you and say, please come because the Lord is going to kill you there. You're going to die to self because I would have had no one sign up or maybe one or two. But that is what he did with this. But I do warn them this. You're not going to sleep. You're, you're going to eat a whole lot at very odd times. It, how many of you are used to having your dinner at 10.30 p.m.? How, how many? Yeah, yeah. Other than the two of us. How many of you are used to having your lunch at 2.30 in the afternoon? How many of you are used to having breakfast at 7 in the morning? But that was our, <laughs> that was our schedule. And then um, when our last session, which was the one in my room, ended, it usually would be around 12.30, maybe even later, p.m., or actually a.m., and then I would release them to go into the rooms, and very few of them went to the room to sleep. And it was like, we were talking. We were up for another hour, two hours, three hours. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> because you know the schedule, and we have to get up. But you know what? As exhausting as it was, would any of you trade it? See, it, and I, I try to warn them, you're not going to sleep. You're going to, and I give you them, I give them that warning, but still, it is so worth it. So we're going to be working on getting a bus for next year's trip. It would be good. It would be good. And so now I want you to hear from, by the way, that was Annie's first time to go. And she wasn't sure she wanted to go. And we just kept saying, Annie. You need to go. God's calling on you. And she finally said, I'm going. And now we can't keep her from going. And I'm very excited about that. And now, can I please have Diane come up? Diane's a seasoned woman. This is not her first year to go. But I do want to tell the story on her, if I may, unless she's planning on telling about the first time. Yeah. Last year, we were... We finally had convinced her to go. Dean, really, I think you need to come with us. You know, just sense that the Lord wants you there. All the way here, that morning that we were leaving, she was like, okay, at what point am I going to turn around? I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. All the way to the parking lot. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. She got in the car. I'm not going. In January, she was like, when do I go again? When she came back from the trip, she already put in for that week off for the next year. Well, <laughs> how do I follow Annie? That was, that was everything. God is so good, so good. And I thought, there's no way it's going to be as good as it was last year. Uh, no, they can't. It's not going to do that. But the whole time... It just got better and better and better. And I kept getting filled. And I was like, okay, God, I'm filled. I, I can't take anymore. I've, I've, I'm overflowing with your love, with your presence. And still he said, I've got more for you. And it just kept coming and coming and pouring over me. And still he gave me more 
and more that I thought, I can't hold anymore. My heart can't hold anymore, God. And he said, yes, it can. And I went with an expectation that he would meet me where I am now because he will, wherever you are. He just, he just says, just press into me. Just press in. I'm there. I will hold you. I will be with you. And I will give you so much, so much more than what you could even imagine. And he did, and he continues to do so. And it is so life-changing. It is, it stretches you. It makes you think that I can't do that. But he says, yes, you can. All you have to do is just come to me. Just receive me. Love me. That's all I want. I just want your heart. I want you to worship me. Me alone. To praise me. I, I inhabit your praise. Just, just come. Just come, come. Because... I'm all you need. And he is. And I went with an amazing group of ladies. Some that I haven't really met or knew that well. But we are bonded sisters in Christ. Yes. We are together. We will stand together. And he will just continue to pour down on us. And I just wanted to, I had a, a little something, I just wanted to say that, is, that I read one place. It says, in prayer, we are occupied with our needs. In thanksgiving, we are occupied with our blessings. But in worship, in worship, we are totally occupied with God himself. Thank you, Diane. She made it to the sandbar. She made it to the sandbar. And I just want you to understand what these ladies have experienced. That you may get the overflow, and that you may realize God is real, and that he has an appointment for you as well. He wants to touch. It's not exclusive to women, men. It's not exclusive to But aren't you glad you get wives back that are just so submissive? Dawn, would you please welcome Dawn. God is so good. Y'all, y'all don't know how good he is till you go to something like this. And I wanted to tell you that he loves you very, very much. And I didn't get a I got a stronger revelation because my pastors have told me that and they're perfectly right. <sighs> and I would say it's a hard, tough conference because we had to go through some stuff. And when I first got saved, I just wanted God to heal me of my physical stuff. And 
When he didn't, I got mad. And God showed me a lot. I fell away from him for nine years. And then God touched me in our break time on Friday. And that just goes to show you, I had planned to take a nap. And God had other plans. So he told me, let's see. God caused me to figure out something very major. After desiring physical healing to the point of it becoming an idol for me, God told me that my emotional woundings were much, much worse and much, much deeper than I ever imagined or wanted to admit. And I told God, I don't like this, God, it hurts. And I'd rather do anything. I'd rather be angry. I'd rather wrap myself in pride. I'd rather run. I'd rather hide. I'd rather do anything than deal with me. Because it's hard, especially when you know you're not where you should be, and you're not giving God the glory. You're all about you. And this weekend, I really learned that it's not all about me. It's about God and his glory. And that's kind of why I'm standing here, because I don't like it. <sighs> but um, fortunately... Jesus took everything. He died to get me where I am right now. He died to make it real. And he wants me to deal with it. And when I deal with it, then I'll be able to truly live with it. Live it. And that's the key. Deal with it and live it. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Wow, right? Wow. And ladies, all of you, whether you went to the conference or not, how hard is it for us to deal with our emotions? Sometimes... Rather than to hide in anger, which most of us tend to do, we'll, we'll hide in anger and just shut down. Because I know a lot of ladies who'll do that. You know, you can't touch me. Well, that is such a wound deep. And God knows. And he wants to heal. And he's tender. And he's loving. And when we were there, that's what I told him, look, what he's going to show you is, how selfish we truly are. He's going to want you to know that it's not about you, but it's about him. And he's going to beckon you. And he's going to change us, that we may become vessels of honor, that we may do it for 
the glory of his name. And now would you please welcome Carol. I tell you what, coming up here after those three beautiful women, I'm already crying, so I'm doomed. <sighs> anyway, I liked what Yvonne Capehart said. She said that uh, she let us know that she wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but God told her at least she was in the drawer. Well, I'm at least in the drawer with her, okay? Because... Um, what Christine said is right. She didn't let us know we were supposed to go and die. Although this not-so-sharp knife in the drawer for days beforehand as I was preparing, the Lord had me in all this uh, Galatians 5 where it talks about the lusts of the flesh. Uh, Paul where he says he dies daily to his flesh. I mean, just all this stuff was what he was filling me with and preparing me with. And this dull knife just uh, was kind of still in this place. And then Christine informs us that she couldn't tell us that we came to die. And it was like the light bulb went off. He had already told me I came to die. <laughs> Dying isn't fun. It isn't any more fun than what Dawn was having. And to me, you can sum up. You can sum up the lust of the flesh to, to at least a degree with selfishness. It boils down to selfishness, y'all. It really does because if we weren't being self-centered, would we do it with that stuff? Would it be, oh, he hurt my feelings. Oh, he did this. Oh, you know, uh, that looks good to me, so uh, it's going to make me feel good, so I'm going to do it. So, you know what the Bible says? I'm not supposed to do it the I'm going to do it because it feels good. Selfishness, 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 selfishness. And we have to die to selfishness because it's not about me. It's not about any of us. It's about Jesus that died on that cross. What if he had decided to be selfish? What if he said, oh, they spit in my face? They slapped me. They beat me. What if he said he wanted to step off of that cross? And let all of us rot. But he didn't do. Because he loves us. He loves us so much. And dying isn't fun. Ah, it really isn't fun. But, but, for the glory of God. Because as we die, as we make that step every day to die to this flesh. Oh, we are filled with his glory. And his glory just comes. And it just comes. And it just comes and it fills us. And it fills us to overflowing. Not for us. It's still not for us. Don't turn back and get selfish again. It's still not for us. It's so that we can share so that when we go to the store, maybe somebody will see God in you. And he'll want to come up or she'll want to come up and say, what's different about you? Why do you look like you do? What is it? But for the glory 
dwells within us. And don't think I've got it. I mean, I've got the glory, but don't think I've got the dying down pat. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed every night and thank him for the part I got right today. And I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to say, okay, Holy Spirit, you got to start all over again. It's daily that we have to die to self. It's daily so that we can be filled, so that we can do what we need to do for the Lord. Well said, Carol. Thank you. Now, one more time, ladies. If you went to the concert, I mean to the conference, would you please stand up? People look around you. These women were touched. They were changed. They were filled. They heard the word. And they didn't just let it fall to the ground. They gathered it. They took it in. And they want it to grow and bring forth fruit. So if you're around one, would you please place your hand on them? We pray over these ladies. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done in us, for us, through us. We thank you, Lord God, that you have called us and you desired us, Lord, to go. It was our appointed time to die. And we are grateful because the flesh stinks. It's rotting. It's full of self. We don't want that anymore. We want to be the vessels of honor. If you called us to be, then we may show forth your glory. Because, Lord God, the days are short. Your return is soon, Jesus. And we want to be ready. We want to be the wise virgins that are full of oil, the Holy Spirit, not full of ourselves. So we thank you, Lord, for what you have done, for what you are doing, for what you are going to do, for the glory of your name. Amen. So even now, ladies, may I please extend the invitation that is open to you that next July, somewhere in the middle, and it's always 18, 16, 17, 19, 20. You'll have a teen in there somewhere in the middle. Prepare to go even now. Ladies, who's going back? Amen. Thank you. Pastor? Wow. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. That was powerful. We talk about one of our mottos here at Life Fellowship is life-giving life-changing life relationships. And our, our mission statement is to develop, maintain a model of personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. One of the biggest hindrances that we face as humanity is our selfishness. And if, if you want to be reminded of that, take stock of your attitude as you're driving down 45 and someone cuts in front of you or you're in line, you know that there's one lane that you have to get into to, to turn to the right or whatever. And there's always that knucklehead that's going to wait till the last minute and then try to cut in. What's your attitude? And why do we get so upset? Because we're inconvenienced. 
because we're selfish, because it puts us out. It requires something of us. And I think that uh, I so appreciate what you ladies shared. And I, I hope we're getting this, that w when we understand that probably, probably our biggest challenge in humanity is that we're selfish. And that's one of the biggest hindrances to keep us from walking in the fullness of what God has called us to. And I'm so thankful that you ladies are dying. We should all be dying to our flesh. And as we die to our flesh, we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we can walk in the, in the power and the authority and the anointing and the, the power of God. The dunamis, dynamite, supernatural power of God. Because it's always his power that leads us. It's not, I mean, we cannot get very far on our, in our flesh other than beat somebody up or something like that. And so God wants us to walk in his power and authority and dominion, strength. And uh, so I, I so appreciate what you shared. And I hope that you ladies will, will all go back again next year. And those of you that haven't gone, I, ho I hope that you'll go. And I want to say one other thing that I, we are serious about this, this mission statement about developing, maintaining, and modeling intimacy with Christ, that we make that connection with him because that's what really fills us to overflowing. And so I want to encourage you to come on Wednesday night to Bible study. Listen, guys, we're doing everything that we can to give you the tools to fill you up. But we can't do any more than what we're doing if, if you don't show up. So come to Bible study on Wednesday. Continue to come on Sunday mornings. And when we have special events, the men got together on Friday, and we just spent some time fellowshipping. We grilled some meat and steaks and uh, sausage and hot dogs, and we had a good time. And we're talking about maybe trying to go somewhere in the fall that we can, as a men's group, go and, and just fellowship together. So we're working on things like that. So what I'm asking you to do is stay plugged in, stay involved. And uh, continue to yield your life to God. And he will do amazing things. If we will just yield to him and say, God, I give you permission. In fact, I, I, I ask you, God, to touch my life and change me, fill me, touch me. I'd like for you to bow your heads and close your eyes. If there's anybody here this morning that doesn't know the Lord, maybe you had a relationship with him at one point in time, but you've walked away or or you don't have that connection with him, would you be bold enough to slip up your hand? I want to pray with you. Anybody here this morning? There's no shame in that. God wants to pour into your life. He wants to touch you. He wants to reveal himself to you in a greater measure. Lord God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your great love that fills us to overflowing, Lord God. Father, we thank you for your peace that washes over us. Lord, we thank you that we can come boldly to your throne of grace and present our petitions to you. Those unknown prayers, God, those unknown wounds and hurts that only, only we know, that we can bring those things to you and leave them there. Father, so I pray that you continue to work in our lives continue to kill the flesh that your spirit may rise up greater within us Father I pray that you would continue 
to pour out your love upon us and that we would have such a great desire and passion and compassion for others that we would begin to reach out more intentionally, Lord God, to share the love of Christ with those whom you bring across our path. But it begins with us, Lord, receiving, being able to receive all that you have and then allowing that love to flow from our life to others. So, Lord, would you do that? Would you give us a greater passion and love for others? Would you give us a greater passion and love for you, Father, that we would allow you to infuse us with more of you, more of your love? God, that we would have a greater understanding that your love never, never fails, God. We may fail, but your love never fails. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, so much for your great love. Thank you, Jesus. This this morning as you're dismissed, I want you to just ask the Lord, what's in your heart? What's in your life? I sent out a, an email a week or so ago to all the all the team leaders, and I said, I want you to pray. And ask the Lord, what's in your heart that's not pleasing to him or what God is showing you? And all of us need to do that. Just ask the Lord, God, is there anything in my heart that you want to work out of me? Show me myself and help me to yield those areas of my life to you. So I want you to do that this week. And I want you to continue to pray about who you're going to invite to, to join us on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings. And then I want you to obey. I want you to reach out to those people. Listen, we have the hope and the love of Christ that the world is looking for. There's a whole community of people around us. I share with you 275,000 people in this area around us that don't know the Lord. And God may be placing you in the right position at the right time to lead them to the Lord or at least invite them to church where they can receive the Lord, that they can receive hope. Don't be casual about this. Don't be complacent. But be filled with the passion and the love of God. And let's change these communities, okay? Let's make a difference in this world. I love you so very much. Go out and live it. Make a difference. You are a world changer. Prove it. Amen. All right. Amen. You're dismissed. Thank you. Live it. You're dismissed. Let me hear the worship of